Eat a bite of this cookie. Keki. Mm. <laughs> Welcome to the cookie Welcome podcast. To cookie podcast. Today we have one cookie. We have one cookie. It's in the middle of us. Kristen says she didn't want to treat today. I'm full. I'm on a weird eating schedule. You know what it is? Do you want me to talk about it? <laughs> yeah, I want you to talk about it. Of course. Here's what it is. I started doing Orange Theory, which I think I've already talked about on this podcast. Yeah, we all know what Orange Theory is. <laughs> we know that you can't get out of Green Theory. Wow, well, that's a good memory. It's just like a very difficult hour-long workout, and it's making me so hungry. <laughs> in like When I leave there, I just can't stop eating because my body is like, give it to me. <laughs> oh babe, give it to me. So I had like a big breakfast and then I had like dinner at three. <laughs> so now I'm full and it's only seven and I want to go to sleep. Well, that's a good way to start so this let's podcast. Do this, I guess. Is this like rude for me to have a cookie out in front of you when you're you just came from Orange Theory? I did not just come from you don't listen. I really don't. I'm back on vodka. That's a big announcement. He's back on vodka. Let's do what mm-hmm. are we drinking first, I guess. Well, what do we usually do first? Oh, we just catch, catch up. up. Oh, yeah. We okay, fine. What are, what are you up to? Kit. <sighs> well, first of all, I want to address the wound on my lip. I feel like people <laughs> <laughs> I feel like people are not mentioning it cuz they're worried that it's like herpes or something. But what had happened was I was making my famous giada recipe the other night of sausage artichoke sun-dried tomato pasta dish it's my favorite is this is this a new is this a new thing no i've been making this since college i'm pretty sure that i've made it for Hmm. you at some point that is a false really that is fake news it's a giada recipe i've been making it since college i love it so much and when i'm like so i made it the other night and um i was testing the pasta to see if it was al dente yeah and the pasta (laughs) that i the, the pasta that the pasta that I use has a hole running through it. It's like a it's like a little pigtail. It's a cylinder. Um, so I picked it up and I ran it under cold water like you're supposed to do to cool it off before you test it. But there was boiling water trapped inside of the oh, noodle. No. And it dripped on my lip. And now I have a wound. That's why I can't eat soup dumplings. Yeah, they'll burn you. They'll hurt you. And if you if if you wait like two seconds too long, then the soup is cold. Yes, it congeals. Yeah. Yeah, that's a very delicate process. I found a new gym. There's finally a there's finally a 24-hour gym close to me, and I've decided that I'm going to start going there in like 4 weeks. Cuz like finding a gym and deciding you're going to get a membership is is already such a milestone, I feel like. I guess. I'm going to so bask. So you're going to take some time to bask in Yeah. That? Okay, cool. So what are you drinking? Well, I Kind of fucked up, but I didn't bring grapefruit juice, so I'm not drinking a proper Paloma tonight. Tonight I'm drinking the poor man's Paloma, which is just tequila and 
LaCroix. Do you want some of my Tropicana cranberry juice cocktail? No, I don't like cranberry juice. I had cranberry juice once when I was hungover, and it made me feel so sick. And I think it was just the hangover, yeah. but now I associate cranberry juice with... It's pretty bad. Yeah, it's too sugary. It's pretty bad. I, I was looking at the cranberry juice, and it was right next to the grapefruit juice. <laughs> Oprah says you teach people how to treat you. Okay, Liz Lemon. I'm back on vodka, finally. He's off chicken bones. I'm off chicken bones, back on vodka. Off the beer, back on the spirits. Spirits raised, spirits high, mm-hmm. feeling good. Cool. Um, What's our topic, and why is this our topic? Our topic is court. Why is our topic court? Because, good friends, tomorrow is my last day of being on a two-week jury panel in the state of New York, the county of Kings, which is Brooklyn. <laughs> I can't say too much about it. Because they really put the fear of God in me. They were very specific about you can't talk about anything that happens inside that courtroom. But I can speak kind of uh, generally about my experience, and that is that I am on a grand jury. So please don't ask me if I'm on a juicy case because I'm actually on 15 different cases and we're not deciding guilt or innocence. We're deciding if there's enough evidence to indict the defendant. So it's like whether or not they should officially be charged with a crime. And it's it's like kind of boring and um, there's a lot of legalese. And they made me the secretary. <laughs> I'm the secretary. So I have to write down all of the cases in a log that and really I have sucks. to take attendance. And then so in a grand jury, there's like a panel of jurors and then there's a four person who sits in the juror's chair. No, not the juror's chair. The judge's chair. And uh, it's just a regular person, just like they're picked randomly from the group. It's like you're the four person. They sit in the judge's chair. They're supposed to run the whole show. They're supposed to, they're supposed to like uh, head up deliberations, like when we're when we have to uh, decide if someone should be indicted or if the or, or if the uh, charges should be dismissed. Um, you know, everybody the, the prosecutor leaves the room and we deliberate. The four-person is supposed to lead that discussion, read off the charges, refresh anybody's memory. Like, they're supposed to take charge. This woman, this four-person that was chosen, could not give less of a shit. So now that has fallen on me, so now I'm the de facto four-person and the secretary. I'm the backbone of that jury panel. And it's exhausting. Why would anybody choose you for that? It's a long story, but I suggested that maybe we actually deliberate. When we go into deliberation, people just started raising their hands to mm-hmm. vote for things, and there was no order because the foreperson wasn't doing anything. And I said, maybe we should deliberate. And then this one juror was like, well, then you should do it. And then so <laughs> now I have to do it. So it's your fault for speaking up, right? I guess. I'm just trying to be a good citizen. I'm just trying to do my civic duty to the best of my ability. I'm an American. I want to be on a jury so bad. I think it would be so much fun. I want to do my civic duty, and I will never get chosen because I, I went uh, to jail. Well, okay. Do you I mean, be they a more they ask every both of the times that I was chosen. They're like, "Have any of has anyone?" Because they do like the interview. They talk to you. They're like, yeah. "Tell us about yourself. What do you do for a living? Have you ever been arrested?" And I'm like, "I was arrested once." Well, you might so. get chosen for grand jury. I would. Like I was because they chose us completely randomly. There was no interview. That would be cool. Except it's not very fun. Yeah. There's a lot of downtime. I'm working on an embroidery that says jury duty. It's cute. It is cute. So our topic is court. Our topic is court. 
Do you want to start? Okay. All of my questions are scenarios. Yeah, you definitely uh, did a lot of world building in my. <laughs> you were very imaginative. Uh-huh. Um, I'm going to start off with not a scenario. Cool. To get us in a non-scenario mood before you hit us with a million scenarios. Wow. S-s-s-s-s-s-s-s-s-s-s-s-s-s-s-s-s-s-s-s-s-s-s-s-s-s-s-s-s-s-s-s-s-s-s-s-s-s-s-s-s-s-s-s-s-s-s-s-s-s-
that said, hi, Adam, you're really cute. This is my room number. I'm staying upstairs. Mm -hmm. As if I was just going to, like, show up. That's it's, that's bold. It is bold, but the the stakes are very low. Like he sh he <clears throat> shot his shoot. He shot, he shot his, his shot. shoot. He shot his shot. Yeah, he, but I had already turned him down pretty pretty yeah, solidly. But maybe you were just like I guess hey, coy. He gave you a very he gave you a golden opportunity, and it was just like you take it or you leave it, and you left it. I left it anyway. So the answer is no. What about you? Have you ever been pick up lined? I have one memory of being given a line, like, in the most traditional sense. Because there'll be the guy at the bar that does, like, the... I mean, this I I was probably, like, 23 when these kind of things happened, but it was, like... The, you come here often equivalents. I don't... Does that count as a... Yeah, but people the, people will ask me like, "Are you from around here? Yeah. Like, do you live in the area?" Yeah, but that's not is that is that a pickup line? It is definitely a pickup line. It's just a boring one. Okay, so that you know that on occasion would happen in my youth, but there was one that I that stands out because it was just, first of all it was in broad daylight. It was the summer of two thousand and seven. I was nineteen years old. I was living in the city for that summer. I was in college. I was living in the city for that summer. Doing an internship, I was on on lunch, and that was the the summer that the seventh Harry Potter book came out. Mm -hmm. And uh, so I was reading Harry Potter in this atrium during lunch, and a guy just walked up to me, and he said, "Accio phone number." Ew! I know that's horrible. I know. What did you say? I didn't know what to do because nothing like that had ever happened to me before. Um, I was so flustered and it was just so – like it was not the time nor the place. Like it was just – it felt very strange. And he was like – he seemed perfectly nice but I was just like, ugh. So I gave him a fake email address. He said he was going to send me his documentary film. And I never heard from him obviously because I gave him a fake email address. In the summer of 2007 – I like to imagine that this happened at the exact same time. <clears throat> I went to uh, I went to a movie with my friend Liz in Boston, and a teenager popped out of a trash can <laughs> to scare his friend. But I was not his friend. No, you were then, though. No, I was not. He popped out of a trash can. He tried to scare me, and then he said, "Oh, you're not my friend." And I said, "No, I'm not." And he said. You're Adam from MySpace. <laughs> and I said, yes, I am. And he said, whatever his name was. And then I found him on MySpace that night and I blocked him. Does that count as a pickup line? <laughs> a teen popping out of a trash can? A teen popping out of a trash can. How are you Adam from MySpace? How does he know you as Adam <clears throat> from MySpace? He was a random teen. You didn't go to school with him? No. But like MySpace was insular. So it's like you, you you found other people in the area. Oh, I never got into MySpace. Yeah. Well, it was a little bit before your time. No, it wasn't. Yeah, it was. No, it you wasn't. You were in like grade school when MySpace came out. What do you think? See, I'm always saying how you're so much older than me, but <laughs> it, but for the sake of the argument at this point, I'm going to speak truth, which is that you're only <clears throat> a year and a half older than I am. MySpace was like it, – didn't it like end in 2008? I don't know. Yeah, that was like the tail end of MySpace. It doesn't matter. I remember MySpace being a thing and that I actively chose yeah. not to be a part of it. That was probably for the best. I do miss MySpace, though. 
I wish I could organize my top eight still. In in case you're a child who wasn't on MySpace, which is probably most of our listeners. Oh yeah. You you have your friends list like on whatever any number of social networks, but like you could choose eight specific people to and, like display in your right. top eight, and it was like on your profile, and you could like rearrange them. So it's like number one, your girlfriend or your boyfriend is number one, and then it's like your best friend, and then it's just like whoever interchangeable, yeah, based on the on the weather. Was there like an advantage to being in the top eight? Like, was there some kind of like communication benefit? Like, was it just <laughs> completely superficial? It was completely like, superficial. These are my it people. was. It was just a way to, like, let people know where they stand. And if you were, like, number eight and then you disappeared and somebody else moved in, like, that was that was a big issue. A or if you broke up, if you broke ego. up with your significant other and just, like, remove them completely and, like, everyone gets bumped up. Yeah. And then, like, it defaults a person to number eight. Oh. oh. And then someone is like, oh, I'm in your top eight now. And it's like, that's a that was a default. I apologize. You are getting out of here quickly. What an awkward conversation yeah. to have. MySpace was a hellhole. It was a hellhole. Oh, um, those autoplay. You could have like autoplay music. On yeah, there. and you could you could choose like a like some sort of heavy animated GIF for your yeah. background, and it would tile, and it would like crash your browser. Yeah. <laughs> <clears throat> I miss that. Oh, I don't. Okay, is it my turn? Yeah. Okay, so. Scenario one, I'm a king, and you're my court jester. That sounds about right. It sounds about right. Uh, I'm a moody and unpredictable king. I usually love your antics, but today I've sentenced you to death. What was your grave offense? I didn't like thinking of myself as your personal court gesture. Gesture. That's why I asked this question. I know, because you forced me to put myself in those ridiculous-looking shoes. So, first of all, as your court jester, I, I've been your court jester for 60 years. 60? We just celebrated our 60-year anniversary as king and jester. <laughs> okay. We have been <laughs> through it all. And you were really hard to deal with because, like you said, you're moody and unpredictable. Mm-hmm. But I have gotten very good at sensing your moods. Am I, I, am I a mad king? Yeah. I mean, you could say that you're a mad king. You're not, like, going around... Like murdering people like the Mad King, um, so much as you are just like being very mean and making people feel really bad about themselves. Just like I'm, the, I'm like a bitchy king. Yeah. Okay. So I do things like I do whatever you want because <laughs> I'm a court jester. But this is like medieval times, and um, you there are no video games, so I just have I do like a simulation of like a Mario like a Mario Brothers like Super Nintendo 2D like you know going across the screen and you have like this wooden controller that you you're like pretending to control me with but you're really just like screaming commands at me and I need to do whatever you say and like there's no top chef or project runway so like you sent me to culinary school and like fashion school which was really cool of you cuz I did get an education um but then you make me compete in these ridiculous challenges that involve like cooking and designing Close just for your benefit, and then you, ever you eliminate. Win? No, you eliminate me every time. You are. You're the only contestant. Yeah, and you're always eliminated. I always lose. 
Um, that sounds fully accurate. But I've just been like doing all this stuff for anything that you ask. And we just had our 60 year anniversary. And I really, <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I like how you say like, you don't like being put into a position where you have to serve me. And then the scenario you create for yourself is that you do whatever I want. Yeah, because I'm leaning into <laughs> it because as a court gesture, jester, that's that's what they do. I'm not happy about it, <laughs> but this is this. You forced me. You have pimped me into this role. So I have been so loyal. And I, the one time I asked you to pick me up from the airport once, <laughs> and you you sentenced me to death. I asked you to pick me up from the airport one time. Do I do I pick you up? No, you sent you sentenced me to death. I don't even go. I'd be. I'm not even able to go to Miami like I was supposed to. So if you if you're still at the airport and you've been notified that you've been sentenced no. to death, you can escape. That. I was not. I asked you ahead of time. It was before my trip. I was planning my itinerary and I was planning ahead, saying I'm going to go to Miami. Then I'm going to take a cruise around the Caribbean, and someone <laughs> is going to need to pick me up from the airport when I return. And so I approached you. And asked you ahead of time before I even left. You should know better than to ask me that. I can't I, leave my kingdom. I can't leave the throne. You really to come could to the have, airport. You could have sent somebody. What What I wanted was to not. Well, Uber then you should have asked that airport. person. I, I pay you enough money to take an Uber from the airport. You don't pay me any money. I do. I pay you. I shower you in coins. You do not. They're fool's gold, and you know it, and I know it. You think I don't know? Fool's gold is not worthless. Why leprechauns made it? I don't have a whole lot of sympathy for you in this situation. Oh, you, sort you of don't? Asked for it. That sounds that sounds about right. You yeah. don't have any sympathy after everything that I did for you for sixty years, and you can't even just send one of your drivers or one of your servants to go get me at the airport. They're busy. They're busy. Yeah, they're occupied. There are like four hundred of them. Yeah, they're busy. Every single one. Every of them single one of them is busy. So, okay, so now I'm the king, mm-hmm. and you're the court jester. I'm a moody and unpredictable king. I usually love your antics. Yeah. But today I've sentenced you to death. What was your grave offense? Um, so I have only been your court jester for six months. Oh, yeah, I, um, I tend to blow through them. Yeah, you go through them quickly. So what, what had happened was... I have been sleeping with your wife, Queen Linda. Queen Linda. Yeah, and you found out because you found one of my one of the bells from my jester hat in the royal bedchamber. So you sentenced me to death. But jokes on you, Queen Linda is pregnant, and that child is going to grow up and kill you. What? Wait, hold on a second. Yeah. I'll I'll give you a moment. I sentenced I sentenced you to death because you made a cuckold of me. Mm-hmm. And then the child with Queen Linda, is who born. is with child with Jester child. Ugh, that's so boring. Way to make this like about you. Like I sentenced you to death, and you find a way to kill me too. It's like you can't. I played along with your stupid scenario. I played along with yours. I was the jester. I was such a jester. I did all the jesterly things. And I asked you to pick me up from the airport, which was so realistic to you <laughs> in your life if I asked you to pick me up from the airport. <laughs> you don't think I would pick you up from the airport? No. I would absolutely pick you up from the uh, airport. I don't think so. As long as it was LaGuardia. Were you in love with Linda? I really was. Okay. I wasn't. So that's fine. 
I ended the the line of inbreeding that had been happening in your family. Oh, congratulations. Do you want a fucking medal? Yeah. I want a fucking fool's gold medal. Can we move on? Yeah, what's your next question? It's it is my turn. Yeah. Oh, this is a fun one cuz I'm going to get spicy. You're going to get spicy? Yeah, cuz okay. I got opinions. I have opinions too. In 1993, Marissa Tomei won an Oscar for her performance as Mona Lisa in the courtroom comedy My Cousin Vinny, which, as you might remember, listener, sharp-eared listeners might remember. <laughs> sharp-eared listeners. It's one of my favorite movies of all time. There's a conspiracy that her name was read by mistake and that she did not, in fact, win the Oscar. What do you believe? Let's talk about it. Okay, you know I love a conspiracy theory. Mm-hmm. I will do any sort of mental gymnastics yes. to make... Any conspiracy that makes muscle sense. is limber. It doesn't matter how ridiculous the conspiracy theory is. I will do whatever it takes to make it make sense. Mm-hmm. I can't make this one make sense. You can't. No, it just it just it doesn't make sense. It doesn't really seem to make sense. It seems to be a conspiracy theory driven by feelings, mm-hmm. which is <clears throat> not where a conspiracy should come from. A well, good conspiracy is just like – it's like I have no dog in this hunt. I just noticed something weird and now I have an idea about it. But people didn't want her to win the Oscar. There were people that had like a vested interest in her not winning the Oscar. And also it was a weird role to yeah, win. Yeah, it was weird. It was kind of a ridiculous role. Yeah, I mean like it is an iconic role. It is – Mona Lisa and my cousin Vinny, that courtroom scene is the best. <coughs> it's a ridiculous role. That courtroom scene is. You're going to kill a deer, Vinny? You're going to kill a deer? It's a ridiculous performance. It is so good. Yeah, it's great. I could watch that courtroom <clears throat> scene over and over again with the positive traction. Oh, it's so good. So. They were. She, she won this, and then. The the story of her not really winning sort of unfolded slowly over the next year. Yeah. There allegedly it was started by the son-in-law of like an old established Oscar winner, but we don't know who it is. Like I've done I I went back and I did some some research on this to see like what the story was and they still don't totally know. Like there's like this unnamed son-in-law who allegedly started the rumor in Manhattan and then it like spread out from there. His title is son-in-law. What I think happened, she was up against four other heavy hitters. Actors. They were they were heavy hitters but they were also like old ladies. Mhm. They were like elderly ladies and I think they had all at least been nominated before. And so I think that sort of split the vote. There was no like one legacy actress to, like, give the Oscar to. So I think some people were voting for, like, whatever old lady they yeah. liked the best. And then the... And Marissa Tomei actually didn't get a ton of votes, but she got enough votes that she beat out each individual yeah. old lady. Which is which is really a beautiful thing, because you see a nomination like that. I mean, you never see a nomination like that these days. There hasn't been any, any actor uh, nominated <clears throat> from a purely comedic role. There are movies. Melissa McCarthy was nominated for Bridesmaids. As a supporting actress? Yeah. For uh, an Academy Award. Okay. Well, never mind. Never mind me then. But it is. No, it's it's rare. It's rare, yeah. Um, 
And you see, and Melissa McCarthy did not win. You, you see that, and you think, oh, that's nice that they were nominated. They will never in a million years win. Yeah. Like, I, I can't imagine that anybody thought that Marissa was going to win. But it was so, I remember when I learned that fact that she had won the Oscar for that, I was like, what? That's incredible. And then I heard the conspiracy that she didn't deserve it. And my first thought was, yeah, that makes sense. It. I mean, it's a it's a very believable. It's thing. very believable, but in my heart, I'm so glad that she won, and I want her to have won truly. But uh, a big part of me thinks, mm-hmm. like, yeah, okay, she probably didn't win it. <laughs> so, what's our what's our uh, conclusion? What's our consensus? Um, did she win or did she not win? She won it. She won it in my heart, which is just as yeah. good as anything. She's, like, a really good actress. Yeah, she's incredible. She was nominated for another Oscar in 2001. Yeah. And, again, uh, just a few years ago, she was, like, a high-class prostitute. Oh, The Wrestler? She was in The Wrestler. Yeah. That was about, uh, like, 12 years ago, I think. There's no way that that was 12 years. Please, Caleb. Please, when did please the Caleb, get off of your phone and look on the computer because we need you in this moment. <laughs> wait, wait. We have to guess. Don't say it yet, Caleb. Don't say it. What are we betting? $5. $5. I'm going to say that that came out in... Is it whoever gets closer? Yeah. No Price is Right rules. Again, okay. I think Price is Right whoever rules gets is fucking stupid. Yeah. Whoever gets closer. I am going... Okay. We say it at the same time so that we're not influenced by okay. each other. Let me think. Uh, let me think. Let me think. Three, two, one, 2011. 2006. What is it, Caleb? Oh, I won. I'm closer. Just by one year. I knew it was I knew I knew I was in college. Fuck. Yeah, the wrestler. So you owe me five dollars. And I am gonna make you I'm gonna Venmo you. Well, for yeah, that. why don't you charge me? Because I'm not gonna go out of my way to send that to you. I know. You turn? Is it my turn? Okay, so we're still in the same uh, medieval scenario. This time you're a king. You're holding a contest for nobles courting your daughter, the princess. What qualities must her future husband have well my daughter the princess is for sure a lesbian so um this contest is a total sham yeah um and everybody knows that it's a sham except for the the boys involved in the contest Mm -hmm. so everybody's like having a good time they're like oh you guys are doing your best it's like the first episode of any season of the bachelor right aren't they all just partying in the hot tub and, like, someone takes off her top too soon and she gets eliminated. Oh, well, there's always one person that gets too drunk. Yeah. But they're not in a hot tub in the first episode. They're all in gowns. I have never seen The Bachelor. I have. Anyway, continue. So, um, so yeah, the, the, the contests are just, like, totally inconsequential. They mean nothing. But it's a big event. Because <laughs> um, everybody's like, oh, my God, what, are the, what would you do for a Klondike bar kind of deal? Anything. So there's like an equestrian, uh, you know, like um, like a horse dressage. <laughs> it's like dressage, but like the the boys are the horse, you know. So it's like a reverse yeah role. So like they have to have the horses riding them, and there's a <laughs> <laughs> there's right. like whoever can a, lift a horse. <laughs> yeah, that's but to marry the, your daughter. it's not just lifting a horse. You have to do shit once the horse is on you. Dressage. Fancy. It's a horse dancing. Horse dancing. Um, there's a dig a hole contest. Just dig a hole. See how deep you can go. That's fun. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, they have to call all their exes and um, 
tell them all to get tested in front of everybody. Um, there is a uh, pie making contest, but that's just so that everybody can have pie. Yeah, that's like the middle in the right in the middle, so people can take a break and have some pie. Yeah, exactly. It's everything is for entertainment and functional uh, purposes. So there's like that video that went viral of um that Japanese game show where all the men are wearing like slippy suits and they're trying to <laughs> they're trying to like climb up a slippy mountain and it's so slippy and they all just fall. Oh, okay. So I was thinking of like like dress suits but like a really slick fabric. <laughs> well, yeah. Well, they're all suits but they're slippy suits. Yeah. And they fall and we laugh. And meanwhile, mm-hmm. my daughter is like she's had a girlfriend for like 4 years. They're mm-hmm. pretty serious. But they're pretty serious. <laughs> They, this event is tradition. Um, so what's the outcome? What happens? Well, so like there's one guy that's eventually declared the winner and he's obviously very excited because he's going to – because, you know, he, he thinks he's going to marry a princess and be next in line for the throne. But uh, he just gets a pie in the face and then shoved – he's a wedgie. And is it his own pie that he made? Uh, no, we ate all those. This is one of those – like non pies that's actually just whipped cream in a right. tin in like a you know one of those pie tins mm-hmm. um which pie is to not the a face. pie that is not a I pie know, i it's... know it's so stupid pie to the face that always made me so mad wedgie up the butt pushing push the lake that's what he gets uh for trying to court my daughter who is a full-blown lesbian so is the family line done do you have sons in no, this I scenario? No, I have like okay. straight sons. So this I is just four... like a this is just like entertainment for you. Yes, because okay. she's my only daughter. It happens every year. Yeah. People haven't caught on that your daughter is. No, no, no everybody has, but we fly in a bunch of boys oh. that have no idea. Who picks them up from the airport? You do. Okay. Cool. Thank you. Same question to you. Now you're a king. You hold a contest for nobles courting your daughter, the princess. What qualities must her future husband have? Okay. I know I said nobles, but I allow anyone to show up. Just because, oh, like, I want, I want it to seem like it's, like, not favoritism. Like, I'm not only inviting lords and, and ladies who are, like, probably technically related to me. I also open it up to ladies because it's just progressive like that. Oh, <clears throat> interesting. Yeah. But all the women are eliminated because my daughter, the princess, is very, very much straight. Okay. Uh, so, number one, no long hair. Mm. What's long? Like, past the ears. Only very, only short haircuts. So that eliminates, like, 95%. What if it's very long, but it's done up? So it's, like, March Simpson hair? Yeah. That's acceptable. Okay. It just can't go down past your ears. Okay. And what no man buns. Out? No man buns. What if it goes out? I mean, that's just fucked up. So that's a no? That's a no. They, you, they wouldn't even get in the door. Oh, I feel like you're really limiting yourself here. Yeah, well, I'm picky. Only the best for my daughter, the princess. Okay. What's her name? Just the princess. Like the drag queen? Yeah. <laughs> we never got around to naming her. We did that thing <laughs> where we was like, when when she's old enough, she can decide her own name. That thing? Yeah. But she never got around to it. She... she she doesn't want a name. Okay. 
And I actually I eliminate all of the lords in the second round because I, it's bad. I don't like the bad. The, the fashion is bad. The fashion is bad. It's bad. I don't like the, the like the white tights and the the boots, the pointy boots. They're all like that. Yeah. There wasn't one standout. No cod pieces. Ooh. No tights. But. No sh- no long hair. Um, so basically, all we're left with are uh, knights who who have who got their like hair burned off by a dragon (laughs) (laughs) so no long hair no lords with bad fashion uh and they have to have all their teeth oh (laughs) (laughs) i thought that there was more in that sentence no just nobody you have to have all your teeth healthy teeth okay i thought in my head i heard you say removed at the end (laughs) like my brain filled in that sentence they have to have all their teeth removed. <laughs> I want them. <laughs> give, me, give me. Give me those. That's what you have to do to even like enter jewelry. the contest. And I just have, I have like a beautiful, huge <laughs> necklace of teeth. Yeah, just healthy boys with all their teeth is what I'm looking for for my daughter. That's it? That's it. No personality requirements? I don't, I don't care about that. No SAT scores? I mean, I guess they have to be nice. But just short hair and all your teeth. Okay. That's for your daughter? It's for my daughter, the princess. <laughs> the princess. I know. I get it. Yeah. Is that it? Yeah. Cool. It's your turn. My question turn. Are you kidding me? Are you kidding That's me, That's my Kayla? favorite. That's my favorite. Are you on a You trying to song? get out of here? Are you thinking about your next move? Yes. Jesus. Do you have a stand-up show in Brooklyn? Oh. Do you really? Yes. You have a stand-up show tonight? Oh, baby! That's where I live. Where in Queens is it? Is it at the Creek in the Cave? No, it's in Glendale. That one. It's all oh um, my god! That's in California. <laughs> yeah. If you could please put your phone on silent, mm-hmm. that would be wonderful. Thank you so much. Here's my next question. This is um this is all this also has to do with like. <gasps> Kings and whatnot. I'm sorry to interrupt, but I just realized I have two pastries left and I get to eat them on the train because you don't want it. I still don't want it. You still don't want it? I get two pastries. I can't promise that by the the end of this I'm not going to want to take one. Well, we'll see. We'll see if you get it. This next question is um, also – it also has to do with kings and queens. And I'm going to say that it's in the same universe that we're talking about Yeah, it's world building. We're building a world. And this one's going to be a nice little chunk of world building. Here's the question. A royal court is defined by all the people who <laughs> live and work in the royal household. You've just wandered into Queen Kristen's court. I guess I'm a king. In this narrative, I am a king. Uh-huh. So you've just wandered into King Kristen's court. That's me. Uh-huh. What's the first thing that strikes you as strange when you see my royal court? Um, there's no ceiling. Okay. There's birds everywhere. Okay. And you, nobody is cleaning up all the bat, all the bird, all the all the bird poop. Yeah, that's fair. I'll tell you why. I like to have an open ceiling because I like to look at the sky and smell it. You like to smell the sky? Yeah. And the yeah. bird poop doesn't bother me. It was, it's very valuable. No, that's bat poop. Never mind. No, bird poop too. In my kingdom. Are you sure? Yeah. Yeah, I'm sure. Okay. What about, what about me? Um, the the thing that strikes me as odd about your royal court is that there aren't any humans in your royal court. Um, they're all just cats that you've surgically put hands onto so that 
they could do things with like opposable thumbs because things need to get done in the court. Are they baby hands? No, they're like adult. No, they're whatever hands are laying around. <laughs> I can't, can't. I'm not gonna be. I selective. want them to be baby hands. I want them to be like. No. Some of them to have scale. baby hands. Some of them have baby hands. They're to scale. But those are the tragic ones because, like, why are why did that baby die? I feel like every time somebody in the court has a baby, I show up and I'm like, it's a nice baby you got there. <laughs> you can feel the hands you I have my I have my teeth necklace <laughs> and just, like, a little pouch of, like, baby hands that I'm collecting. I'm like, you can keep your baby, but I want the hand. Oh, but you give the babies the cat hands that you then take off of the Oh, cat. that's cute. That's cute. And they bat things mm-hmm. around. That's fucked up. Yeah, I didn't do it. You're <laughs> the one that did it. You do that. Yeah. Well, I mean, I I don't want the I want the cats to. It has to be to scale. They can't have like huge. It hands. doesn't have to be to scale. Ideally, it would be to scale, but there are only so many hands that are laying around. There are only so many babies that you can take the hands off of before people start getting upset with their leadership. This is medieval times. I can do whatever I want. Medieval times. Can we go? Right now? No. Just you want to cut this short and go to Medieval Times? No. But I want to go. Uh, whose turn is it? Did we finish that it's, question? Uh, yeah. Yeah, we finished it. It was Cat Hands. Um, now it's your turn. Oh boy. Oh, boy. Cat Hands. Okay. Same scenario. We're still in the, Same in kingdom. the court. We're yeah, still this, in the is my, this is my court? last question. And you've been... No, um, it's not. No, my last question for this particular oh. scenario. Okay. You're no longer a king. Now, you're, now you are a courtesan. Which was like a prostitute. Yeah, I had to look right? that up. I had to look it up. It's I, a prostitute. Yes, I looked it up, and it's a it's okay. a high class prostitute. Right. It's not the same as a geisha, which I thought it was. Nobody said that it was. Well, I thought it was. But you are a white prostitute. I want to know what is your one trick. It's the nicest thing you ever said. <laughs> You're a white prostitute. Uh, what is your one trick to maintain the most elite client base possible? Oh, I got a good one. <laughs> it's not any sexual trick. I'm it just can, okay it, yeah, with that can, part. <laughs> just okay. What I do to really maintain these relationships is that I am phenomenal at improvising bedtime stories. And with oh, each cute. of my with each of my clients, I've built a really wonderful airtight world for each individual client so it kind of picks up where we left off because like after all of the business you know we go out to dinner he takes me around he shows he shows me off uh we are seen and then he beds me Mm -hmm. and then that part's over and then he wants to go to sleep so then i tell him the story and he always looks forward to that part because it's like a special one that like is uh, just for him, and all the characters are recurring, and they all weave seamlessly into each other's lives. Um, and it's honestly, it's it comes to be the part that he, um, that my clients uh, look forward to most. Because, like I said, I'm just okay at the other stuff. Yeah, they don't come to you for that. No, they just want to know what's going to happen next. I'm not even. I'm pretty like plain mm-hmm. in this scenario. Not even. I don't even really look the part of a high class <laughs> prostitute. Uh, so they're like showing me off, and people are like, "What's the big yeah. deal?" Okay, the bedtime stories. So that's what keeps them coming back for more. And you know what doesn't age? Bedtime stories. That's true. Do you know my grandmother used to do that? Each of her Which bedtime. Part? No, <laughs> she was a she was a white prostitute. <laughs> She – all her bedtime stories, like, picked up where she left off last time. Aww. 
and like each one was a new story and they like they weren't great stories. Yeah. There was like no recurring plot. But she was it was like where did we leave off last time and I'd be like um I crossed the Gumdrop River. <laughs> she'd be like, "Oh right, so you're on the other side." There was and a then kid she'd just like improvise. There was a kid that I babysat and he once asked me to do that to to like tell him a bedtime story and I was like, "Sure, what book do you want me to read at you?" and he said, "You have to make it up." Make it up. And I said, oh, no. And I told him basically – it was basically the plot of Ben to like Beckham <laughs> <laughs> but, without really realizing it. But I oh, could boy. not for the life of me come up with like a story, just like a simple kid-friendly story. I mean I feel story. like most babysitters – don't actually come up with a story. They just think of a movie from their own childhood. Yeah, like Ben and like Yeah, that was a good movie. It was a good movie. Oh, you have to ask me. Okay, so now you're the court of saying. Yeah. What What is your what is, what is your person just shot me a look like <laughs> she knew she didn't pronounce that right. <laughs> That's exactly what happened. Mm-hmm. What is your one trick to maintain the most elite client base? Um, so I am also not good at the, the sex, sex stuff, which is fine because my, my room in the, in the, in the whorehouse Whoa. is like very cool. Like I have Nintendo 64, I have a foosball table. Whoa. And this is like way a long time ago. So Nintendo 64 is like. Yeah. They didn't even have. Wild. Yeah. It's wild. And I got like cool, like I got movie posters, like a dorm room, but it's like okay, you are this. This is like a seventeen-year-old boy's bedroom. Yeah. Why wouldn't you want to be in a seventeen-year-old boy's bedroom? But like clean, like it's clean and it's it doesn't clean. smell. Okay, but got there Nintendo sixty-four. There's a bong. A bong. One yeah. bong. It's clean. I clean it. There's Mario Kart. There's like yeah. What games do you? have? There's like back issues of all the cool magazines. Good housekeeping. <laughs> Red book. <laughs> Seventeen. Cat fancy. You sure? Um, what is that? What one? games? I have Mario y- Kart. YM. What? Nothing. Yeah, it's a magazine. YM. J fourteen. What was it same for? Tiger Beat. YM Young and Modern. Young and Hello. Modern. <laughs> uh, so I have Mario Kart. I have Ocarina of Time. Orcarina of Time. I have Orcarina of Time, which is, like, great because you only get an hour with me. Mm-hmm. So, that, I mean, that's done in, like, six minutes. What is? The stuff that I do. Oh, yeah. Uh, and then you have the rest of the hour to play Ocarina of Time. Yeah. But, like, you have to keep coming back yeah, to, like, continue your save story. file. Yeah. Mm. Diddy Kong Racing. Banjo-Kazooie. No. Banjo-Tooie. <laughs> no. Just Mario Kart and Ocarina of Time and uh, Mortal Kombat 3. Also, uh, I wrote down, I give toys like at the dentist. Oh, that keeps it coming back just yeah. like kids at the dentist. You get like a little spider ring at Halloween. Yes. Yeah. At my dentist, it was a little treasure chest. It was like it was an actual little treasure chest. Yeah. And I got to dig around and pick one thing. I just, I got, my dentist had like a big clear jug. Which is, you should never be clear. You should reach your hand in and it should be a surprise. No, I think after the ordeal of having your teeth cleaned as a kid, you should get a little say. But there should be a time limit. Because I would have been in there all day. 
rooting around like a little rat, like a little truffle pig. Yeah. Looking for my nut. Your, your little cat paw just digging around in there. <laughs> I was definitely one of those babies yeah. that used to. Absolutely you were. Lots of timelines happening in this. It's the same fantasy. timeline. It's just, it's different. There, it's just different, like, parallel universes. We're contemporary kings in my mind. I'm okay. Glory Stefan. You're Gloria Estefan. <laughs> you have all the ocean. I have um, landlocked. The ocean? Yeah. I'm king of the ocean? You're all, you're all coast. That's what you established when right. we talked about Glory Stefan and Gloria Estefan. You said that you have all, all the coasts and I'm completely landlocked. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I have all the like beaches. Ring, yeah, which and then I said it, that's fine because my nation is mostly lake. It's like Lake Como. Okay. Oh, it's so beautiful. Wait, okay, is this your last question? I don't think so. Do you have one more? Because I only have one more. That's not true. I just lied. I have two more questions. No, you have one more. Uh, No, I have two more. I hope not because I only have – oh. You have two more. You're right. You're right. Right again. When you're right, you're right. Right, 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 right again. Ooh. Did you say Reich? I said Reich. You said Reich? <laughs> I did say Reich. Okay. And you said, and you said, said it four times. Yeah, well. It's the dawning of the fourth Reich. Yeah. <laughs> yikes. Yikes.com. Yikes. yikes. <laughs> oh. You know, I always had a bad feeling about you, and it's been confirmed tonight. Mm. It's okay. It's okay. <laughs> Here's my next question. Okay. You can take one person or entity, oh, baby, baby. like a business or like a whatever. Mm-hmm. You can take one person or entity who has wronged you to court. Mm-hmm. Pick someone who you honestly think you'd win a case against. Who is it and what they do to you? Um, so I chose Jim Halpert from The Office. Oh, my God. Always with Jim Halpert. You hate him. I hate him. And I have – there's so much evidence that I can just rattle off the top of my head about – like you already did that. On what a horrible podcast. person he is. I would win that court case just by exhausting the jury because he's such a shitty person. A, he didn't go to Pam's art show in season three. No, but he was dating Karen. That would have been weird. Like, it's it's tricky. It's tricky. Nobody went to it's her art tricky, show. It's tricky, tricky, tricky. Nobody went to her art show except for Michael. Yeah, it was tragic. It was a tragic episode. I watched that episode last night and I cried. I mean, we don't have to get into it, but he's a he's a terrible person. You would take the fictional character Jim yes. Halpert to court? Yes. I told you to take this seriously. You want to know what my other answer is? What? Uh, the year 2001. <laughs> what, because of 9-11? No, it's not even because of that. <laughs> it's not even... <laughs> I didn't even think of that. Like this whole I did this whole half a page is just about the year 2001 and how bad it was. What happened? What happened besides the greatest well, national tragedy? Well, I didn't tragedy? I didn't write down uh 9/11. Um <clears throat> it's well, so first of all, it was the year that uh Britney and Justin showed up in that matching denim, outfit. denim outfit. We were so scared about Y2K and then it was fine. Mm-hmm. It was like we had a new lease on life. Mhm. And then the year 2001 was so bad. Everything was metallic. Chrome. Chrome. It was the height of new metal. Corn, Limp Bizkit. Yeah. The biggest selling album that year was Linkin Park's Hybrid Theory. Oh, well, you know, it's not like I'm going to say. Are you about to defend? Yeah, a little bit. I'm not going to say that it was, like, great, but there are worse things than Linkin Park's debut album. Yikes. Yikes. It's fine. The, in the end, that was a very important song to me. Oh, God. Very important. 
Mariah Carey was in Glitter that year. Well, that just made her stronger. Aaliyah died. Yeah. Kid Rock had that song with... Uh, ba with the Ba. The country song. Yeah, with Sheryl Crow. Yeah. What was Photograph, it? picture. How does it I go? I keep a picture of you. How does it go? I don't know. We'll play it as our outro music. Oh, good. Because we need to say <laughs> no, we every can't, time... No, we can't do that as our outro music because I said that the only good thing about 2001 was Aaron Carter's How I Beat, Sh- How I Beat Shaq. We have already had... How I Beat Shaq as our outro music. Are you sure it wasn't Aaron's party? Yes, I'm sure. You want about $5? Yes, I would. I'm not going to go back and do that research. We already had <laughs> it as our outro music. Of all the songs to choose. Bum, 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 bum. I love that. That's my that favorite song in the world. Cool. Well, Aaron's you already party. heard it. I listen to it every day. It's my alarm music. I wake up to it. Oh, that's sweet. 2001 was such a bad year, and I want to take it to court and get it You're erased. You take... 2001 to court. Yeah, I want the history books to go from 2000 to 2002, which was a great year. Uh, so who would you take to court? What entity or year? Uh, what you I should say? know by now that I am never going to answer these questions if how you want you me to. don't know me by now, you Do you remember that song by Stained that came out in 2001? Yeah. You want to sing it? Real quick. Let me just remember it for a second. They had two hits. Yeah. One of them was... Um, this was like their ballad, though, right? Uh, oh, fuck. It was like... I bet Caleb knows. Yeah. Caleb, were you a Stain fan? He's looking it up. It's been a while. Yeah. It's oh, been a, oh been that a is the worst song. Oh, God. It's so bad. Sure. Is it going to play in these, like... No, God. It's been a while. Go to the go forward a little bit. Sing. Oh, wasn't the stains featuring Uncle Cracker? I think sure. that they're the same person. They're not the same person. One had hair, one had a goatee. Yeah. They're both hairs. <laughs> oh god, this is Oh yeah. This is sh- shitty. This brings me back to gymnastics. It's been a while. Since I could Oh, that's right Hold my head up high And it's been a while Since I've heard you That's right Let's fast forward about like 40 seconds Don't cut it off, we're getting there I stand myself So is this featuring Uncle Cracker? No, I could. I just told you that. Did Uncle he have Cracker. a song featuring Uncle Cracker? I think he did. I really feel like there was, and that was a hit. And then Uncle Cracker had the next. He had a song by himself, which was my grandmother's favorite song of all time. The, the bone about the ring. What? The one about the ring that's like. Um, yeah, you don't know when she's something. Yeah, that's my grandmother's favorite song. Oh, that's sweet. That would be a grandmother's favorite. song. She is deceased. Her favorite song was Uncle Cracker. <laughs> Her favorite movie of all time was Step Up. <laughs> <laughs> of all time? Yeah. Whenever oh, she wow. saw it in the TV guide, she would always mark it, and she would make sure to watch oh, it on TV. Oh, that's so sweet. Step yeah. Up? What about Step Up to the Streets? Did she get I don't think sequels? she ever knew that there were sequels. Okay, that's fine. That's probably for the best. It's been a while. It's been oh, a God. while. Ugh. Ask me. Uh, what... Who would you take to court? 
I took this question quite seriously. I know. Unlike you. Taking a year to court. I mean, are you surprised? We've been doing this for years, and I never answer the way you want me to. And I never will. So I have to paint a picture for this because – and I hope I haven't told it on the podcast before. If I have, I do apologize. But it, I think about this probably once every three weeks. <sighs> Again, I'm going to try to make this as concise as possible because I do – I'm very self-aware. I know that I can ramble with my stories because I want to give every detail. Get to the fucking point. <laughs> so I was commuting to work. Part of Picture my, it. Part of my commute is that I have to get off of one train, one subway train – um, and transfer to another subway train, which is up an escalator. So I get off the subway train, I get on the escalator, and now I'm on a new platform um, where my next train uh, hopefully is waiting for me. But, you know, subways come and go, and they don't wait for you. So I got off the train, got in the usual kind of like everybody funnels into the escalator. The unspoken rule of the escalator is that if you want to walk up, you Walk up on the left. If you want to stand there like a jelly boba, you stand on the right side. This happened to me today. This rule is broken constantly, and it is uh, infuriating because the stakes are so high on this escalator. Because the escalator is going up, and as the escalator goes up, you can start to see the platform that I'm going to. So you can see if a train is waiting for you, and you could be like, oh, I got to hustle because it's there, and I can go, and I can make it. So it's really important that people follow this rule. Uh, and they don't usually. So this day was a day like any other. I'm on the left side. I'm jogging up. It's a clear path ahead of me on the left jogging, side of this train. Jogging up the escalator. I am jogging up the escalator. I'm hustling. And then this <clears throat> tiny ancient woman steps out from the right side, the jelly boba side, and just stands right in front of me on the left side. She just moves over for no reason and just like parks herself on the left side, blocking me. And I can see that there's a train waiting. So I am like, you please move. Like I'm trying not to be rude. I'm just like, you did need you to. Vote? Did you say? I said, excuse me. Yeah, I said, excuse me. You need this. This is the rule. You must move if you're on this side. And she said, stop pushing me. <laughs> and I was not pushing. It's possible that I maybe touched, like I, my body kind of went into her a little bit because I was the momentum. I bet you shoved her as hard as you could. Inertia. It was just simple inertia. (laughs) You're going to take this old lady to court and you're going to lose and you're going to go to jail. Can I finish my fucking story before Mm -hmm. you pass judgment? (sighs) So this woman's in front of me. She says, stop pushing me. And I said, this is the rule. This is the law of the land. I was like, I was trying to reason with her. I was like, the train is there. You must go. And she, at that point, she was just standing there to spite me. And I have never been so angry in my whole life because I, I wasn't going to push a, an old woman to the floor. So I just stood behind her. And once we got to the top, I sprinted around because the doors were still open. I sprinted around. They closed right on my face. <laughs> and I turned around and she was walking behind. She was walking along the platform and I was standing there on the platform. And I stared at her and I gave her the biggest stink eye I ever gave in my life because it was all I could do. I pointed to the train. I put my hand back and I said, with my eyes, do you see what you did? Do you see what you did? (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, I would take her to court and I would win. Oh, man. I would win, especially if it was in a New York court. I feel like I could get, like, I could get 12 jurors to get on my side about, like, that rule being law. That was the ghost of my grandmother. 
on that escalator. That was her final. God, she sucked. That was the fu- that was her final thing she needed to accomplish before she left this plane. You don't understand. This happened a full two years ago, and I still think about it. You monthly. know, time is a mystery. That's uh, <clears throat> a really good point. I brought my grandmother's ashes back on the plane, and I just had them in my suitcase. You did? Because like, why, I mean, are, what are you why supposed do you to do? have them? Why not? Why would your Because my mom didn't want them. them. Your mom didn't want them? No, she was like creeped out. And so I had them in my suitcase, and like obviously my suitcase got pulled aside, and they were like, <laughs> we have to test this. They have their, their little wipe thing, and they like wiped yeah. the outside and made sure that it wasn't like a bomb. I don't know. But I was like, my grandmother would have loved the fact that she inconvenienced these people like this. Anyway, that's it. It's my little story for you. So now you just have your grandma's ashes? Yeah. Okay, that was... Uh, yeah. That's okay. it. Is it my turn? Yeah. Uh, no no more castle questions. We're done with that scenario. No more um, medieval time. Here's my next scenario. And I apologize if this is a sore subject because court was not so much fun for you. But here's my scenario. You're chosen for jury duty. <laughs> and surprise, I'm the one on trial. <gasps> What have I done, and what will you do to sway your peers to find me innocent? Granted that you are going to try and help innocent. me. You don't have to. This is I know. however you want to interpret I know. it. Well, first of all, in the real world, I would be um, disqualified from... This is not the real world, this, though. Yeah, I'm just saying. I just know a lot about court now, so... Mm-hmm. They wouldn't let me deliberate because I know you. It's conflict of interest. Yeah. But this is not the real world. So, um... Callback, the crime that you are um, being accused of is uh, murdering a woman. Okay. <laughs> Specifically, the woman who, and I've mentioned her before, she um, did not put enough sour cream and onion powder on your oh god I Auntie Anne's pretzel I I would I would absolutely in have. the airport you're on trial for murdering her you absolutely definitely murdered her you're guilty uh for sure but you're you are no good to me behind bars <laughs> <laughs> like I have no use for you when you're behind bars so I do have I do have an interest in in uh getting me off getting you out and back onto the streets uh, so what I do is I uh, I go out, you know, we're in deliberations multiple days. It's a very long case. There's lots of evidence. We're, we're This is like a six-month trial. So I come in one morning to my fellow jurors. After we've, like, bonded, we get to know each other. We, you know, it's, we're on the first-name basis. We trust each other. One morning I bring in um, just a whole batch of Auntie Anne's pretzels. Oh, boy. And they are all... Horrendously underseasoned, just like you, just mm-hmm. like what you went through. Yeah. So I give him a taste of what, what I went you through. Wa- that trauma I yeah. experienced. So I give I give him a taste of what you went through, and I convince them to let you off on the grounds that you were acting in self defense. That is a good. That's good. That's good. You were acting in self defense. She wronged you. She hurt you. Yeah. You had no choice. And each of those jurors who got an underseasoned pretzel went and killed. Auntie Anne. <laughs> <laughs> it was like a big boss. They all went. Yeah. And, 
and then that's a whole that's a whole separate case. Yeah, they forgot about yeah. you because you only you only murdered like a, one of her minions, but they went and murdered Auntie Anne. That's great because you you get you get the jury to find me innocent, but you also get like the public to find me innocent because there's this whole other scandal about Auntie Anne under seasoning her pretzels like it's a chronic thing. Yeah, I'm a master of propaganda yeah. and. Uh, Distraction in the media. Yeah. So you're welcome. That's pretty good. First of all, because you're you are so guilty. Like you murdered her in cold blood. Absolutely, I admitted to it. And like like months after yeah. she underseasoned your pretzel, she was so confused. She went to her death very confused. You know, so that happened to me in the airport. Yes. Um, as you know, listeners. I take Ativan when I fly, and one of the side effects is that it causes amnesia. Mm-hmm. So I don't remember any of that. Every time you remind me that I got an underseason pretzel, it's like new information well, to me. Well, then how did you tell me about it in the first place? That's a good question. Yeah, it is. Didn't I tell you? I texted you that in the airport, didn't I? Oh, uh, maybe. Yeah. We we're just going to go with that. Okay, let's continue. Okay, what about – oh, no, you have to ask me now. Um, okay, so I'm on trial. You're on the jury. How do you how do you prove my innocence if I am innocent? So, you you are also not innocent. What? So over the past 6 years, you have regularly regularly been stealing uh Antonio Banderas clone from CVS. What? You don't use it. It's just like a chronic you have like a chronic need to steal small inexpensive things but always yeah it's the same thing you need it's the same thing that you fixate on okay you just it's the thrill of getting away with it okay so over the past six years you've been stealing antonio banderas clone it's amounted to two thousand dollars because it's not that expensive at cbs yeah so the way i get you off stop saying that is that (laughs) During during all the deliberations, I pump Antonio Banderas' clone in through the air ducts. Yeah. Which is terrible. It smells terrible. And I don't reveal it until the end when they're doing final deliberations. And I'm like, you know what that smell was? It was Antonio Banderas' clone. Yeah. Kristen was actually doing a good thing by getting it off the street. Wow. So in both of our scenarios, we brought like a real-life element, like a real human element mm-hmm. to the jury – to plead the plead the case yeah. of the defendant, me and you. Well, I tried temporary insanity, but that didn't fly. Well, yeah. This was my backup, and it happened to work. <laughs> it's a roller coaster. So you pump the y- yeah. You pump Antonio Banderas's mm-hmm. perfume into the courtroom. And to demonstrate how terrible it is. Yeah, everybody has actually, like migraines all day. Yeah. They're like, why can't we focus? Oh, and, and you. So you do. You probably do it over the course of like a few days, or like yeah. maybe even like a few weeks, because it's again, it's a long trial. Yeah. And uh, everybody's just like, God, why do I feel so awful? I feel awful every day. I feel terrible. And then you, and then you stand up and you make a big announcement. It's uh-huh. a big courtroom scene. I hold like, up a bottle of Antonio Banderas cologne. Uh-huh. I'm like, this is what you've been smelling for the past three years. <laughs> yeah, three years. Yeah. It's a very it, well because Antonio Banderas him himself got involved because I was taking too much of his inventory. Mm-hmm. Took all of it. So you plead with them. You say uh, she's getting this off the streets. Yeah, streets off the street. Much like a spider gets rid of a mosquito. Yeah, 
That's what I say. I'm saying she's a she's a she's a, spider, <laughs> she's a spider. She's a spider. She's terrifying. She's creepy. She's gross. Yeah. But let her be. Yeah. Because Antonio Banderas is the mosquito. Yes. And they trying to suck, suck the blood. They suck the blood. Yeah. They make you each. Okay. What's your last question? Is it my last question? I think so. Speaking of headaches, you have a headache. This cranberry juice cocktail. Yeah, it's terrible. It's a bad idea. It's awful. I feel ill. You should. Here's my last question. Which court sport <laughs> do you think you would have been best at if you had devoted your life to it? Ugh, you're going to yell at me. Um, it's okay. So I wrote down I mean, tennis. <gasps> that's what I wrote too. But that's not my real answer. Okay. Why did you write it then? I chose tennis because I like tennis whites. Oh, you like the outfit? I like the outfit. I like a crisp white outfit. I'm a like white a prostitute, and I only wear white. Um, I do. I love a skort. I love tennis whites. Here's my real answer, and you're not going to like it. Fencing. It's not on a court. Listen. <laughs> Listen to me. That was the only specification of this question. It needs to be a court sport. You want to define what a court is? It needs to be, like, known as a court. There's no fencing court. Isn't it like a pitch or something? Some fancy oh, British baby, word. Oh, it's French. It's pissed. <gasps> um, you were pretty close. Thank you. So fencing takes place on what is called a pissed. It's a long strip. Skinny. Skinny. It's divided. It, there's a line down the middle mm-hmm. similar to a court, and then there are different sections. In my mind, it's just a long skinny court. It's not a court. What's a court? Court is called a court. But what what are the defining characteristics of a court? It just it's like porn. You know it when you see it. It's not. It's called a court. The, a baseball diamond has lines on it, but it's not a baseball court. I think a court is anything that's divided in two. If there's a line down the middle, it's a court. That is interesting. That is an interesting rule. And you think it's only – it's not called a court because it's too continental? Well, because it's – yeah, because it's it's Fancy. French. It's pissed. What does pissed mean in French? Does it have court. a word? <laughs> French court. Long court. Skinny court. Caleb, can you look up what pissed means in French? It could mean – it probably doesn't mean anything. But it's, it's, P, just... it's P-I-S-T-E. Pissed. If you look it up, it's going to say – it's not going to say court, but it's like – it's Let's not, just see what it says. It's How not about? so far removed from a court. Oh. It's not a track, though. It makes or sense like as a, a track. Or like a lead. A lead? But a, a track has a beginning and an end. The and police a pissed, are on the trail. It's not a trail, though, because that has a beginning and an end, too. I think a pissed is a court. You can, you've made a good argument. Um, you've done a very good job. It's wrong. What's okay. the question? Uh, you had to ask me. The court, court sport. Oh, what? <clears throat> What court sport do you think you would be good at if you had dev- devoted your life to it? Okay. My answer is kind of boring and also kind of braggy, so I'm just going to power through it. Oh, God. Oh, <laughs> God. <laughs> my answer is, in fact, tennis. The outfits are cute, but that's not the main reason. I actually did play tennis when I was young, and I was told that I was Was this before promising. or after you played gymnastics and you were a star gymnast? You don't play gymnastics. <laughs> Jesus. It was during, because I do. I did all the sports. When I was a kid, I did all the sports. I was very talented. I was very strong. 
It's very maybe strong. maybe that's why your heart rate can't get out of the green zone. Yeah, because just I'm you're such so a, healthy. I, that is what it is. That's what yeah. the trainer tells me. Because you're like a pro, pro. You're a pro athlete. I know. Thank you so much. You're a professional for gamer that. and a pro athlete. I know. Thank you so much for saying it. Anyway, that's let me we power through thinking. it because this is this is pretty braggy. I was thinking about court sports, and I did play tennis when I was younger. Um, while I was doing gymnastics, I was doing gymnastics when I was a young child, so I had a lot of upper body strength. I was tiny, and I had like a crazy amount of upper body strength. So all the all the sports that involved like upper body strength, like like softball, Did you look like Johnny Bravo. I was large, like a big Dorito and tiny yes. little legs. I was little tiny waist because no puberty yet, and built, stacked up, swole. So here's my thing. I think I would be good at tennis just because all the sports that I ended up doing and being good at were all solo sports, which was like gymnastics and diving and pole vaulting. Those were my sports. I thought about all the court sports. They're all like basketball. What are all the what are all the courts? There's a basketball court. There's a volleyball court. Anyway, I, the, the sports that I thought of that, used, that that were on a court were team sports. I was never good at team sports because I couldn't cooperate with people. All the sports that I did were all solo mm-hmm. performance sports. So with tennis, um, you play with another person, but you're basically, you know. Team like sports sucks. There's, I know. You there's so like, much time where you're just like waiting for something to do. If you're not like the quarterback, you're not really on doing the football anything. football court? Yeah, you're just like running around. And same with basketball. You're mostly just running around it's in a, a crowd. a lot of running. You have to – there are so many terms for all the yeah. different like plays that you could do. It's it's exhausting. And then people get mad at you if like you don't cooperate correctly. Mm-hmm. It's just – that's a whole other human element that I'm just not into. That's why I stuck to the solo sports. So I think tennis uh, would be mine because it was the only sport that I could think of that was like most like a solo sport. Cool. I agree with that. I can see that. I'm done bragging. I was the same way, sort of. Like, I did a lot of sports as a kid, and I was at least fine at all of them. Like, whatever team I was on, I was better than the middle. That's good. But they were just – I they were boring. I don't – I never wanted to be on a team. B plus? Yeah. Yeah. Or like a 3.1 GPA. Is that what that is? We didn't do GPAs like in our high school. Okay, quit bragging. Are you ready for the last question? Is that brag? Um, you, you, you delivered it. As a brag. Did I? I guess it wasn't so much a brag. It's just whenever you say like in my school, it just sounds like well, we did it, we did it differently at my old school. <laughs> I went to public school. Everybody relax. Yeah, it was um, the best public high school in America. Oh my god! Shut up. That's true. You are bragging now. It's true. It was the best public high school in America. It was ranked as number one, and that's not a joke. New Canaan High School, look it up. And they produced you? Yeah. Were you like the opposite of whatever valedictorian was? I, yes, I was remedial. <laughs> <laughs> you got a badge that said worst girl. <laughs> Are you ready for the last question? I'm ready for the last question. Okay. This is another scenario. So what? So what? So what? And I was... <laughs> So high when I wrote this. <laughs> Why are you always high? That's your excuse for everything when you write this. I don't know what this I'm is. I'm high, high every night. Does it help you sleep? I, yeah, it does. I take an edible every night before I go to bed, and I was writing Ugh. all these questions at night. I would do that, but I would get so hungry. I was writing these before I went to bed, and this last one. 
Yeah, this one's bonkers. Because I, I sent it to you and I was like, does this make sense? And you never responded. I didn't answer. I forgot that you asked me that question. But, but did I, it make sense? Uh, enough sense. Okay. So here's the scenario. I'm trying to sell a sitcom pilot called Court Martial. Mm-hmm. Get it? Because court, what are, you know what a court martial is, right? Yeah, but it should, it, it should be said that Marshall is spelled like the like the Yeah, like the name. Marshall. Court Marshall. Um, forgetting Sarah Marshall. <clears throat> yeah. A court martial, if you don't know, is – it's in the military. It's in the military. It's a military punishment. Yeah, because uh, if if you commit a crime in the military, you don't go – it's not like a normal state court. No. It's like a special military special. court and they get to decide what to do with you. Yeah. Which is a whole thing. So that's a court martial. This is spelled differently. It's Marshall. The name. Marshall. Uh, the night before that I have to pitch this to executives, I get sick. So I send you mm-hmm. to pitch my show. To the executives. Mm-hmm. But on the way, you lose the script. Yeah. So you know nothing about this show except that it's about someone named Marshall. Yeah. So you have to invent something on the spot to tell the TV executives to sell my pilot. Yeah. And I didn't tell you, but I wrote down the real answer. So we're oh. going to see how close you are. Okay. Cool. There is a real answer. Yes. Cool. And then we're going to see how close how close we are. Okay. Court Marshall. Court Marshall. Um, Friday's on ABC. ABC. Yeah. Which one is Big Bang on? CBS. Yeah. ABC is Modern Family? Yeah. Okay. First of all, I find it a little weird that I'm on my way to this pitch and I still have not read the script. It was a last minute thing. I just hand you a sealed package and I say you have to deliver this. Well, what was I going to do when I got there and I was in front of these people and I had you were to just, pitch no, it? You were just going to read it aloud to them. It's like a... It's like a, it's a table read by myself? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Okay, well, first of all, it's not a sitcom. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, it's it's a new MTV dating show that's very similar. Okay. It's very similar to – Goodbye. Shut up. <laughs> Shh. Let me get it out before you say things. It's a new MTV dating show. It's very similar to Next. Mm-hmm. Um, and if you don't – we have talked about Next on this show. But if you don't remember, Next is a show where there are uh, – you know, there's one man or woman – they're, pre- they, they're presented a with a sluts. bus. <laughs> a bus rolls up full of sluts. It's and... always the same park. Yeah, it's some like shit park mm-hmm. outside of L.A. or whatever, wherever they are. Um, and the people get off the bus one by one and the person is able to uh, say no thank you whenever they want. Um, and they get and a they get dollar for each minute they last. For every minute they last. The so park. they make like $14. Yeah. Which is cool. Yeah. That's a burrito. Uh, so it's similar to Next, uh, but there isn't – it's not a rotating cast, so it's not formulaic. It's not like every episode there's different suitors. There's one guy named Marshall um, who's looking for love. So, like, he's brought one woman at a time. There's no bus. It's not like Next in that way. It's just that he's Marshall. He's looking for love. He <laughs> so gets it's one. it's like Next without the budget. They can't even no, afford a budget. bus. More budget. It's more, more bu- like The Bachelor in that way. <laughs> more, it's like the more ba- budget. More budget. <laughs> <laughs> we need more money. You end the meeting just screaming yeah. more budget yeah, at the executives. That's how I do it. It always works. 100%. So it's similar to Next and also similar to The Bachelor. It's similar to The Bachelor in look and feel. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's similar to The Next in that there are a lot of different women that come one at a time. So it's like um, – What's that word? A lot of different what? Women. <laughs> Women. Women. One at a time. Sequentially, <laughs> as opposed to all at once, 
think of the woman as time. The ba- the Bachelor is a fourth dimensional show. Okay, all the women are happening. At it once. exists in your mind. It's not a. It's not on a channel. In on court martial, it's it's a three dimensional world. The women are happening one at a time, sequential, linear. Is that the is that the name of the first girl? So she's the paralegal. These, shut up. So these women come at him <laughs> one by one, and he's able come at him. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. It's like Red Rover. Shut up for one second. Let me get it out. Jesus Christ. We're going to be here all night. We still got time. One man named Marshall stands waiting for his soulmate. So he gets presented with one woman. He spends a little time with that woman. He decides, she's not for me. No, thank you. So he says, uh, you, next. He's, no, he's, <laughs> no. He says, you've been court martialed. And so she goes away. And the next woman comes until he finds his soulmate. Now, these women, as they go away, they are actually court martialed. They're brought up in. <laughs> have to go to like military <laughs> yeah, court? Yeah, they have to go to military court. And they're tried and sentenced. Um, and they serve those sentences, and that's not a joke. That's dark. What do you think? That's wrong on all accounts. But it's um, funny, though, because like court martial. You're right that it's not a sitcom. Colin looking for love. I wrote and I wrote that it's a sitcom, but the the synopsis I wrote down is not a sitcom. It's a drama. Yeah, I had a feeling. It's an hour long drama. I had a feeling that it wasn't going to be. Do a you want to know what the show is actually about? I guess. Okay. So whatever it is, it's not going to be as good as mine. Marsh. Well, it's about tennis. It's about tennis. It's about tennis. So here's the synopsis. Marshall is a retired tennis player, turned okay. lawyer. So he went from one court to the other. <laughs> His old tennis partner, Dennis the Tennis Menace. <laughs> but like in doubles? Like he was mm-hmm. – like they were doubles yeah. partners? Dennis the Tennis Menace? Dennis the Tennis Menace has been accused of doping. Is Dennis still in the game? He's still in the game. Marshall is a lawyer now, so he is representing Dennis the Tennis Menace. Are they into each other? Sure. Why not? He also suspects that – a rival tennis star is setting up Dennis the Tennis Menace, so he has to go back into the game to, like, do research. So he went from one court to another court, back to the original court. <sighs> court to court. That's it? That's it. I was supposed to have guessed that. You were supposed to have guessed it. That's just what the show is. <sighs> Friday's on ABC. Why is ABC the worst? Just their shows are stupid. CBS has better ratings, but the worst shows. NBC has the worst the ratings, worst ratings but the best, the best shows. shows. ABC is just the middle. And I have I have no tolerance for gray area, so they're automatically the that's worst. That's fine. But that's where Modern Family belongs, in the middle. Because it's not yeah. a good show and it's not a bad show. Should we show? listen to The Middle by Jimmy World right now yes. as we end this? Thank you for listening. Send us email. I don't know. Rate our podcast. Do whatever fade you want. Fade it in. I don't fucking care. Can you fade it in? The middle. The only one that matters. It just takes some time. Make a make and make it little that, yeah. into the mine. Little girl, you're in the middle. Make some time. I don't know how this <laughs> song goes. at gmail.com. BFTPod at gmail.com. Send an email and it will go to the inbox. What else? Your Adam Tots. Like yeah. Tater Tots. Follow me on the internet. Um... Big things coming. Oh, yeah, it's a, it's a, it's a coming. Here she comes. We can only do 15 seconds of it. Now. Really? Is that true, Caleb? I mean... Faded in harder. Faster. 
harder. Try everything you can. Okay, now fade it out, fade it out, fade it out. Get rid of it. Get it out of here.